So recently I was on the Wall on the Yield Today podcast. I talked with a guy and he encouraged me to read from Genesis 1 again. He's like, you know, back in September, I read from Genesis 1 and it just blew me away. And he's like, I am a, like, I'm a child of God and God's aware of me and God is aware of this and he created all this and all his other stuff. And I was like, yes, yes. You know, it's like on the Yield Today podcast, like we go all over, all over the place on the Yield Today podcast. Sorry about that. I, need to drink more water. You know, I think I just need to drink more water in general, but I am recording these back to back. So that's another part of this, but yeah. So I read from Genesis one and was kind of mind blown. And I was like, yeah, dude, I just need to read Genesis one more, you know, it was just super powerful. Like God created the heavens and the earth, you know, he divided the light from the darkness called the day light and the darkness night, all that jazz. Then I read a little bit in other parts of Genesis because that's always how it goes. It's like, I'll read this verse, but there's always other verses too. If we're in the Bible, we might as well read another verse in the Bible or, you know, and same thing of like when you're having a conversation with anybody, it's like, well, if we're talking about this, we might as well talk about this too. So we jump over to another part of the conversation. We jump into another scripture because it's all God's word. So this is stuff you would say to me and you. So there you go. Genesis 43, 21 stood out to me about Joseph and Egypt and stuff. And he was trying to understand his brothers better. He's trying to understand their true intentions if they had truly like changed, right? So like, because they had thrown him into a pit and Joseph was raised up in Egypt and all this other stuff happened. And Joseph was like falsely accused of, you know, sexual transgression with Potiphar's wife. And Potiphar's wife was like kind of a crazy lady and yeah just didn't things didn't end super well for her but all the while you know joseph gets raised up and taken care of and the lord gives him prophecies and understanding and ability to interpret dreams and there's that one beautiful verse that says like who can we find who can we find like this man in which the spirit of the lord is and it's i don't even know where that is but somewhere in the genesis somewhere but it's such a beautiful line and then you know, now he's in this spot. He's in a pretty good spot. His brothers, there's a famine and everything. And I just love how Joseph stayed true for all of this. He hung on. He waited. He's trusting. He's patient. Even when he was in prison, you know, he waited for however long he was in there. I, I'm not quite sure. I've heard two years. I've heard longer than that. However long he's in the prison, he was patient. He was, he was a doer. He was proactive. And so all of a sudden he was the keeper of the prison and got to help out in all these other ways, you know, and it was just super, super beautiful. So verse 21 came to pass. And we came to the end that we opened our sacks and behold, every money's, every man's money was in the mouth of his sack or our money in full weight. We've brought it again in our hands. So basically the brothers of Joseph came back, you know, this is a long time after they'd thrown him in the hole and, and they'd sold him as a slave they go and to buy some food and then all of the money that they paid for to buy the food, Joseph returned in their like sacks home, like in the sacks that they carried all the grain in. So you have the grain or bread or whatever, and then you have the money at the top of it. And they're like dumbfounded and they're like, um, what in the world? And so they go back <laughs> to like figure that out. And then, you know, there's just this generosity that happens, but there's also this like, how are you going to react? Like, are you going to give the money back or what are you going to do? You know, I've had times like this happen at the store. It's like they gave you too much money back or, you know, something of that nature. And it's like, are you willing to 
go back, even if it's something as small as like a dime, you know, I've done that before. And it's like, keep the change, you know, it's like, whatever, you know, it's like, okay, fine. You know, and, and it, it just depends on the circumstance, of course, but you do what you can, you do what you can. And in this case, it just hit me. Like when I went to the temple in Vegas and I got the Uber to go to the temple in Vegas, even though it was like 30 bucks one way. And then later I got a ride back home that night. So I didn't have to get an Uber home it was like the Lord covered my payment. You know, I didn't, he didn't like give me a $30 bill, but he made it. So I got a ride home. And I also got to talk with the, you know, really faithful, awesome person that I had a good talk with and good, uh, good chat with, you know, about life and stuff. And so the Lord is going to compensate you. Not always, and not always in the way you want and not always in the way you think. But we had this like talk from, I think it was Larry R. Lawrence at the 70s, not in the 70s anymore, but gave a really good talk. What lack I yet? I'll have a link in the show notes. It's super, super, super good stuff from him. But he came and spoke to this one conference that was in CUNA where I was serving at the time as a missionary. And he talked about compensating, how the Lord is going to compensate. And, you know, the prophet Joseph, when he's going through all these hard times and losing multiple kids and stuff like that and mobs and everything, it was said in one of the movies, I'm not sure if he actually said this, but in one of the movies, it said, all of our losses will be made up if we're faithful. And it's like, we don't even know, need to know what that looks like. You know, it's humbling because there's lessons that I've learned the hard way. And then I go so hard on like, learning and growing from that. And so I don't learn that lesson again, the hard way, you know, that happened with my friend that I, uh, you know, I talked about in a earlier yield today episode. I think it's the most recent one, actually, if you're listening to this, you know, like pretty soon after it comes out about like ending things on a high note and this friend that I got really became good friends with at the senior center. And then there's one day where I felt like I should go see him and just sort of listen to my stress instead. And then he ended up passing away shortly after. After that, I, uh, I've i had a couple brushes with death as far as like friends go. And I always am like, man, like there is so much more in that person. There's so much that I could have done to help them. There's so much I could have like learned from them and stuff. And yeah, it's just humbling. And so now when the Lord put me in the path of a lot of old people last year, I hung on and I enjoyed those experiences maybe more than if I hadn't had that one experience and sad moment, you know? And so the Lord's able to compensate. I don't even know what that really means, but like, not only is the Lord going to compensate, it's that we'll get to the point where like, wow, wow, you, you're so, so good. Like, so, so good at this, you know? There's like that verse from the parable of the laborers, laborers in the vineyard from Elder Holland. There's that talk, laborers in the vineyard. I'll link to all this stuff in the show notes. He, he said that, he, he quoted somebody else, but he said that uh, surely the thing God enjoys the most of being God is the thrill of being merciful. That's a really beautiful line. There's a real thrill in being merciful, real thrill in that. And it's just really, really beautiful. And so like there is that, gonna, there's going to be that compensating thing is like you reach out to that person or you show grace to them or you reach out and it's like, it doesn't mean it's all going to come back in that way, but you don't know. Like the Lord is able to do anything. He's aware of everything going on. And I believe that angels are 
keeping notes, you know, however you want to look at that of the things we're saying, there's like a hymn that says angels are taking note of things we're saying and things we're doing and stuff. And I believe that's true to a very strong degree. And, and so when we're having like a rough time and we feel prompted to reach out to somebody and it's really clear and the Lord lifts us up through that thing, I mean, he's gonna be aware of that. You know, I've had that experience where people I reached out to when I was in weakness come back to me in their strength. And it's like, wow, this is humbling. And some of them you even become good friends with. And it's just really beautiful how the Lord does that. Yeah. So I don't really know where else to go with this. It just struck me like they were traveling back and they were already satisfied. They got a good payment. They got good stuff. And then they get home and they realize there's this unexpected gift or unexpected blessing there. And it's just really mind blowing how good God is. And we just don't know. I mean, blessings will continue to circle. I mean, it's like a circle, you know, if we just stay on the circle, then we'll keep getting those blessings. We'll keep learning. What often happens is what happened in the Book of Mormon and other scriptures, that pride cycle where people do really well and then they start exercising less faith and then they fall into transgression and then they become like, like darker and like ideas and perspective and stuff. And so they stop trusting the Lord and then they have to be humbled by a storm or whatever. And, but when we just stay on that circle of blessings and circle around the tree of life and keep enjoying his blessings, I mean, it's like any kind of compounding thing. It's going to keep compounding and it might not be in the way you would expect, but there's been lessons and there's been poems I've written over the last two weeks that I'm sure are, are a true blessing and a tender mercy because of continuing to learn and grow and to trust in these things. So yeah, it's a very powerful thought is that the Lord is able to help us out. And yeah, like Romans eight twenty eight, all things work together for those who love God. And that's a beautiful thing. It's like when we, if we go really farther out into the future, it's like we know that God is aware and that God is good and that he's going to do things for our benefit. And so we don't really have anything to worry about with that. I mean, obviously we need to trust in the light we've been given. And if we're being led in certain directions, we need to trust in the light that he's giving us and serve and share it with others. But, you know, if we're true to the light that we have and we continue to receive more light and we you know, make covenants or baptize all these different things, go to the temple and whatever. I mean, you're going to continue to grow in light and truth and whatever, whatever that looks like, like God loves when we pick up light and truth. He loves that. That's like the flex of gold podcast thing. It's like, dude, just keep picking up the line. Truth It's like, how could that possibly hurt you? Like, how could that possibly like lead to you being in more darkness or how could that possibly lead to you being in a worse place? It's like, no, And it's like the same thing of like, I don't, I mean, I do care if you're a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, like obviously, but I do, I love everybody. And so like bring whatever good you have. Like there's so many amazing people that are members of the church and there's these really amazing people that are also Christian that you just learn so much from. And I'm just thankful for them and thankful for what they're teaching me. And yeah, just God can put new friends into your life. He can fill in those voids. He can fill in those gaps. You know, I've learned that with a lot of things, especially as I'm still single and whatever. It's like, it's all good. But it's like, he is filling those gaps. He's like putting amazing people in my life. And even, you know, some friends that are girls that I can talk to, I can confide in and learn from. Even if they're not in the picture for very long, they, you know, they go off and do their thing. It's like, 
well, it's really awesome that he helped me to learn. And when I needed somebody to talk to, he put this person in my life. And so, yeah, man, it's good stuff. Just a cool little thought. So there's a little, little spin on good old Genesis 43:21. So thank you for listening as always. And don't forget to yield to the good and it'll be a better. Wow. Did I really do that again? I totally did. <laughs> it's like reflex, dude. Remember to remember the flex of Goldie pickup today will shine for you today, tomorrow and forever.